1: Turn up, your Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, the Sick Podcast. with Tony Maradero.
2: 55 seconds left in the penalty a minute, and 27 seconds left in regulation time, Boston 4, Montreal 3, Lafleur. Coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into the air back to
1: the The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> you're in the... the Sports <laughs> entertainment, like no other. on lui fait perdre le de
2: l'histoire. You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs!
0: He found the dogs! And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the
2: rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup!
1: Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6 beer. Intense by nature. And Lakage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. It's going to be sick.
0: Marinero, the sick podcast. If they keep on winning these games, the Canadians do the way they surprised the Toronto Maple Leafs in game number one, a game that was played at the Bell Center, and then they went on the road. And they lost on, um, what was it? Uh, now I'm trying to remember which night it was. But anyway, I get confused. They lost on uh, Friday night in Detroit. And then they lost on Saturday night in Washington. Well, the Canadians were able to bounce back as uh, tonight, Monday, they took on the Pittsburgh Penguins at home. And earlier this morning, we found out that Jake uh, Allen was not going to play because his wife was expecting birth uh, and, uh, you know, was about to give birth. And so he was away, obviously, for to share the moment. And we wish the Allens all the best. And when we heard that happen, well, Samuel Montembeau gets to start. And with all due respect to Samuel Montembeau, we thought it was going to be a challenge to host the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sid the Kid. I think the stats were, what was it? I think it was the Penguins were 10-3-1 or 11-3-1 in the last 14 or 15 times they played the Montreal Canadiens. So they do well versus the Canadiens. And they actually started well uh, because they got out to a 2 nothing lead It's the SICK Podcast. I'm Marinero. We are live on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's absolutely free if you're watching. It's because you probably are. But tell your friends about it because uh, the more we are, the bigger the army we are, um, the more noise we're going to make. And that's obviously something that we intend to do. You can watch us live right now on Twitter at the SICK Podcast and live on our Facebook group page at the SICK Podcast as well. The show is brought to you in part by... Uh, several proud sponsors and we'll start with if you're in transportation sales customer service operations HR or admin well the good news is energy transportation group is hiring for all positions I know several people that work there and the people that I know that work there they've worked there for a very long time that's a very good sign when you work at a place for a very long time it's because you like their your job and and they you know what? They like to have fun there, but at the same time, when it's business, it's business. I love those guys, Mike Cinquino and Sean Gerrard. And a lot of you love the Montreal Canadiens. Cole Caulfield was flying in period number one. I'm talking flying. The Canadians outshot the Penguins 11 to six in period number one. It was Pittsburgh 15, Montreal 13 in period number two, and Montreal 11 to six in period number three. And then it goes to overtime, and the Canadians outshot the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-1 in overtime, 39-28 overall. The Canadians win by a score of 3-2 in overtime. Let's start with Jeff Petrie, because it was his return to Montreal. He was booed every time he touched the puck. But at one point, they showed a little bit of a video, a video tribute, and he was applauded because the Montreal fans are, you know, they know when to be classy. And you're not going to boo after a video tribute. But, you know, Petrie, I can understand if your family's not happy and you don't want to see your family unhappy and you want to move on. I can understand that. But, and I said this before, I said this about three weeks ago or so, Kent Hughes didn't have to trade you. He could have told you it didn't find the taker, yada, yada, yada. You stay here. You're not happy. It is what it is now. I think it's the right thing to do to trade a player that's unhappy. It happens a lot more in soccer than it does in hockey. But anyway, long story short, he does you a favor, um, and you should be talking good about the Montreal Canadiens. And then he goes to Pittsburgh, and he starts telling members of the media that the second he walked into the locker room, you know, he can sense that this team was not just happy to make the playoffs and they want to go all the way and all that stuff. I thought it was unnecessary. Even if it's true, some things are better off unsaid. Don't say it. Then again, I'm someone that, you know, I speak my mind. If I have something I want to say, I say it. But I it just, I thought the Canadians did him a favor. And I don't think he should have said that. But anyway, um, I don't know if it was karma, but tonight he picked up three penalties and he picked one up in overtime and the Canadians go to the power play in overtime and Monaghan found Kirby Doc. But before we get to that, I'll tell you that everyone thought that the Pittsburgh Penguins took the lead in period number one. Heinen took a shot that appeared to go under the bar and out, uh, or hit off the bar and then in the net and out. But you know they they went to the uh, they went to the replay, went to look at it, and I've never seen a shot like that stay out before. It's kind of crazy. I'll try and describe it, but it looked like you know a quick release hit the crossbar came across the line, slightly touched the post, and came out. It was crazy. And so everyone thought it was a goal, but obviously after watching the replay, it was not. It was a scoreless first period. They go to period number two. 352 into period number two. It's Christian Dvorak with a giveaway. And it's Rust to Pedersen, and uh, he goes to Malkin, whose one-timer is a knuckleball. And the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins go up by a score of one to nothing. But what was it? Uh, Just over four minutes after that, it was Malkin who wins a faceoff versus Suzuki. And Suzuki usually is really good in his own zone and really good in picking up, you know, assignments and stuff like that. Malkin spins, turns, and he ends up going to the net. Suzuki follows, but he's not as close as he should be. He's not tying him up as much as he should be. And Malkin is able to pounce on a rebound. They go up by a score of two to nothing. Uh, and Evgeny Malkin is a Montreal Canadiens killer. He had both goals. They're up by a score of two to nothing after two. They go to period number three, and the Canadiens strike early, a minute 10 into period number three. Hoffman to Gouli. He finds Suzuki, who takes a shot. The rebound comes out, a wraparound for Suzuki, and he's able to jam it home and uh that narrows the Pittsburgh lead to 2 to 1. 1740 now, 220 left in regulation. Gooley to Jonathan Druin and Jonathan Druin a beautiful pass Drouin from uh the right-hand boards, a beautiful pass to Caulfield who's on the left side um and Caulfield of course is uh you know, he's got a quick shot and a real quick release and uh he's able to um A right-handed shot, and he's able to put it by Casey the Smith. He ties the game at two, and once again, they go to overtime, and uh, Jeff Petrie picks up a penalty (laughs) at the wrong time, and uh, Kirby Dock scores a game-winning goal on a beautiful, beautiful feed from Sean Monaghan. Without further ado, let's take a look at the lines, and we'll start with the Penguins' lines, if we can. The Canadiens' opponent had Crosby in between Raquel and Gensel. Malkin with Rust on his right and Zucker on his left. Carter with Kapanen on his right and Heinen on his left. Paling on the fourth line with Archibald and McGinn. Ryan Paling uh, did tonight what he did when he was a Montreal Canadian with the exception of pretty much one game. He did nothing. Dumoulin, Latang, Pedersen, Petrie, Joseph, and Ruta, and Casey DeSmith in goal. For the Montreal Canadiens, the lineup. Suzuki with Monaghan on his right and Caulfield on his left. And I have to tell you, of all the players that they played on that line, on that duo to complete Suzuki and Caulfield, I like Monahan tonight. I just that that line had a little bit more jump than those two have had with any other teammate up until this point, four games in. Dvorak with Gallagher and Dadanoff. Gallagher had a real good opportunity in period number one. So did Dadinov, who tried to spin a rama on um, on Latang. Doc in between Anderson and Drouin. Evans with Hoffman and Slavkovsky. If you're wondering how Slavkovsky did, uh, he got involved. He made a couple of plays, but 9.52, and he still kept off the score sheet. And, you you know, you wonder just in the end what's going to be best for his development. Is it going to be giving him close to 10 minutes per game on a fourth line with less pressure on him or putting him on one of the top two lines in Laval and trying to see him produce? Andy Gouli Savard, Harris, Kovacevic, Jacki and Weidman with Montembeau and goal. And once again, the story of this hockey game, there's many of them, but you'd have to think, even though he was not the first star, because Kirby Doc was the first star, Caden Gouli, who was the second star for me, was the story of this hockey game again. 24 minutes and 43 seconds, two assists, he's a plus one. In a game that had Morgan Riley in game number one versus Toronto versus the Leafs, Caden Gooley was the best defenseman on the ice. In a game that had Christopher Latang for Pittsburgh, Caden Gooley, again, was the best defenseman on the ice. I thought he was absolutely unbelievable. And I really, really liked uh, Jordan Harris again. Harris, as well, has put up a couple of games where he's been really, really good. Uh, sliding, intercepting, you know, blocking shots, breaking up plays, four shots on goal, joining the rush, um, 20 minutes and 45 seconds for Harris. I thought Gouley was the Canadians' best defenseman. I thought he was the game's best defenseman. I thought Harris came in right behind them. And, uh, you know, pretty much everyone played well on the fence, to tell you the truth. They were much better than they have been uh, in the last couple of games. They were good, they were on, the Canadians win, and even if they would have lost, folks, I love the pace of the game. It was one of the best scoreless first periods I've seen in a while. There was pace, there was trading of chances, there was passion, there was energy, there was jump in the game. You could feel the energy. Really, really liked it. The Sick Podcast is brought to you, in part, by 8.6 Beer, intense, like the Canadians were tonight. By nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. And also brought to you by LaCache. If the last time you went to LaCache was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you go back to LaCache. The menu will surprise you. I was there last night at La Cage LaSalle as I was uh, watching CF Montreal's playoff game versus Orlando City. Speaking of which, uh, we now know CF Montreal's opponent as um, New York City FC was victorious by a score of three to nothing versus Inter Miami. So the defending champs, New York City FC, a formidable opponent, will visit CF Montreal on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. at Stad Saputo. The organization let members of the media know earlier this evening. I was one of those who received a text message that the tickets that went on sale today at noon are pretty much all sold out. I mean, when I received the text message, probably. I don't know, four hours ago or so, or whatever it was, there was just a handful of tickets left. As a matter of fact, I'm even lucky that I got my spot in the press box. That's how many people are going to be at the game. So it'll be another sellout of 19,619, I believe is the number. Uh, it's going to be absolutely awesome. You know what else is going to be awesome? I have a feeling you're going to be excited to talk to me tonight at one 585 sick That's one 585 7425. And we will get to your phone calls. We'll also get to your messages, any questions that you send in via YouTube, via Twitter, via Facebook. I uh I will try and tackle and I will try and answer them right here on the sick podcast. So without further ado, Agnello and Sammy, what's going on? Are you there? Or- How you doing, Tony? Oh, uh, very good. Yeah,
2: you know when you talk, it's good to take yourself off.
3: Uh-
0: You're back, okay? You, I lost you there for a bit. You lost you- me for a second, eh? So it's got to be something that when you come on, I go away. Is that it? I I got a funny feeling that your computer goes shoots back on Wi-Fi for some reason. My oh. computer is not on Wi-Fi. It's on hardwired.
2: Oh, it's on hardwired? Okay. Well, I, I can cool. guarantee
0: you that. I can even take a picture of it and send it to you if you want.
2: No, I believe you.
0: Thank you very much. I you appreciate It It's played
2: better than your laptop and uh, hook up whatever it is.
0: Listen to me. If we're going to do this, all right, I understand you're the owner of the podcast and you're making big money. I get it, okay? Yep. But even owners of companies who do really well, they like to be in the, in, the, in, the, in the spotlight every now and then, right? I don't. So if I'm going to put you on, you got to be able to match my intensity, my passion, my energy. I want to feel the energy. You know what I mean? Yes, this sir. is one team, one dream. Let's go here. Let's go, man. We're all kidding ready. aside. We're ready. Let's go. All kidding aside, if the Canadians play like that every game and they lose by three goals a game, I'm happy. I, I enjoyed was. that game tonight. I, I enjoyed that game versus Toronto. The two games they played at home, on the road, they were not very good. I was just telling Sammy, they're so fun to watch. I think it's going to be an amazing season. I really do. They're fun well, to watch. Amazing in terms of entertainment, entertainment, not amazing in terms of results, right? Entertainment, entertainment. They're but fun so to watch. far, for me, it's a nightmare so far.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree. Two wins, two losses in four games. They're battling five. They're they're five 500. That's, I need them to be even less than that. You know what I mean? I want Conor Bedard. You think they're exciting now? Imagine they get Connor Bedard. You I think they're exciting know. now? Imagine they get Michkov. You think they're know. exciting now? Imagine they get Fantilli? When Caulfield scored the tying
2: goal there, you saw Marty St. Louis behind the bench going crazy. Yeah. I don't think these guys are there to lose, man. I really don't.
0: Of course they're not there to lose. But
2: they're there to lose, man. They want to win.
0: I understand that, but they want to win the cup. Like If they're going to finish 12th, they miss the playoffs. Like, Are we more advanced here? If you're going to miss the playoffs... You might as well be terrible. I agree. But be exciting. But be exciting. I
4: agree. agree. They might surprise and make the playoffs. Let's hope.
0: But they might. Anything can happen in life. I agree. If if, you know, if you would have told me three years ago that you and I would be working together (laughs) and we'd be calling each other 50 times a day to talk about this show and what we're going to do, I I probably wouldn't have believed you. So you know what? Anything's possible. Okay, we have a caller for you. You want to take it? Of course I want to take it. I'm a man of the people. I'm going to get to all the callers.
2: Okay, see you soon.
0: Okay, all right. Let's get to the calls. It's now time for You Called.
1: You Called. called. Presented by Playground.
0: You Called. Presented by Playground. All right. Okay. Uh, Who are we going to here? We are going to, I told him to type it up and put it on the screen. You understand? I guess he didn't. Hello, who's this? Hi. This is,
2: uh, yes, who's this?
0: Hi. Uh, Hello, who's this? All right, we're going to have to get rid of this line. Clearly, this is not working out here. I hate to start off the show like that when I get to a call and no one's answering. And now I'm hearing stuff in the other room now, and I think the mouse is back. Now I'm starting to get all kinds of anxiety here. Do we have another call in yellow? He says to me, he says, we have a call that you can get to. No problem. I get to the call. There's nobody there. Bring up some messages if I'm not going to get to any calls in yellow. Here we go. one 585 7425 is the number. one 585 sick Calls are toll-free. Tony, what do you think of Drewin? I think that Drewin, every game that he plays for the Canadians, has to do something to generate offense. A goal, run a power play, a big assist. Tonight it was a big assist. Drew contributed to the Canadians win tonight. He really did. Hello, who's in the other room? It's you. You want to can you please come here for a second? No, no, you're gonna have to because you already interrupted the show. So you have to come here now. Come here, please. <clears throat> no, no, and she's waiting. She's she's ruining my show by not coming. Hello. Angie, please come here. Oh, she's in the blanket. Oh, she's in the blanket. All right. Okay. So I was hearing all kinds of noise from the other room, right? I told my wife, I said, I need to put a door in the basement where I'm doing this show, right? So I, I the outside noises and the other noises from the other room and stuff, I don't hear them. She says, we don't need a door. I said, we need a door because I never went any discussion in this house whatsoever there is no door perfect no door so right now i heard all this noise coming from the other room so now i told her you have to come here and say hello to the audience she says i can't sweetie i said no 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 now you distracted me you have to come here she said i can't i'm in the blanket do you know what blanket she's in she's in some you know some kind of um infrared blanket or something that is helps her detox right she says it works she's lost 60 pounds in the last six months i guess she's right and yes to answer your question i should be following my wife but she's got more discipline than me what can i tell you alex from chicago alex are you there? Alex? Hey, Tony. Yeah, how are you doing? You have one of these uh, blankets at home, too, to uh, infrared blankets to detox and stuff. She wears, she wears my, my sick podcast jogging pants, my sick podcast hoodies. She overdresses, and then she's drenched by the time it's over. 30 minutes, she's drenched. Alex, what's on your mind? It seems like you don't have one of these blankets. What's going on, Alex?
5: Uh, no, I don't. No, I, I can't attest to that. I don't have any of those.
0: You don't have any of those, oh, no. First
5: of all, I just want to start off. Love the podcast. That's, Thank uh, you. you no, know, something I always put on while I'm doing my, uh, my homework and stuff, so I appreciate it. Oh, really? So, um, so, so uh, what are you studying in Chicago? Yeah, I, so I'm doing uh, writing. So. Want to go into like uh, video game development and uh, like writing stories for you know big time
6: video games.
0: Oh, video game um, development! You know what? I like the future in that business. That's that's really smart. That's good. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Appreciate it. Anyway, video game development. That's what I, I suggested my boys <laughs> going to that. By the way, that's what I suggested. I said yeah. I think you should study something about video games because I like the future of that. But anyway, good. Alex, so are you a Canadians yeah. fan living in Chicago? Then.
5: I am, yeah. I mean, obviously, like you know, I'm a big Blackhawks fan too. But uh, outside of you know that, I have to say my allegiance as to go to uh, to the Canadians.
0: Yeah, a- yeah. Don't share for the Blackhawks. They only won three cups in the last 15 years. Forget about them.
5: <laughs> yeah, I studied French for this freaking team. You know, I yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know what it is about it, but you know. Anyway, I uh I wanted to talk to you about Arbor Jack guys. So uh, I was watching the game uh just you know while I was doing my work and stuff and. I got to say his presence out there is a lot more surprising than I was anticipating. Like, you know, you saw like from the preseason stuff, uh, you know, how everybody's hyping up the fights and, you know, but he's out there making plays. Uh, What are your thoughts on him outside of the whole fighting aspect? Yeah.
0: Well, outside of the whole physicality that he brings to the game, I think that if he goes up against top line players, he's going to get exposed. But if you insulate him and you protect him and you put him out there on a third pairing, you put him out there against the third or fourth line, he's not going to look out of place. He will look like an NHLer at that point. Um, he's got an X factor, man. He brings something to the game that a lot of defensemen on the Canadians don't have. And, uh, you know, you can tell that this guy is appreciated from his teammates. Alex, all the best in your studies. And I'm honored that you're listening in or viewing in from Chicago. Thank you. Speaking yeah. of which... We're going to Calgary next. I told Daniello when he approached me two years ago, I made him a promise. I said, we're going to have people from all over the country that are going to watch this podcast, from all over North America that are going to watch this podcast, and from all over the world. So right now, we're, you know, we got one in Chicago, we got one in Calgary, so we're going pretty strong in North America. John in Calgary. How's it going, Tony? Very good. How are you? I'm
4: doing well, doing well. There was a lot, There's a lot to – I'm seeing a lot of impressive stuff here with this team. Tell me. I'm really enjoying some of the – well, I'm enjoying the younger kids. I really like the way Harris plays. I know we talk a lot about Gooley, but I think Harris is going to be a solid D-man coming up. Oh, I like Harris a lot. Yeah, he moves the puck well. He's very sound in his own end. And, you know, you could see that uh, they gave him a chance there on the power play. Um, I think he's going to come around, and I think he's going to start putting up some points the other the other guy i really like is and he's not the young guy but i like Monaghan. i think uh this could this trade's going to work out really well i can see them if he keeps playing as well as he, as he does mm-hmm. there's a the potential to flip him at the deadline for another first round pick you know I, I, or they could even resign him john not for, sure the, for the for the first time
0: for the first time in a long time he's healthy he's 28 years old this guy's not 35 if you know, nope. if they're ready, if they're ready to turn the corner, we're talking about a former first round pick here. I think he was drafted sixth. I don't have it in front of me, but I think that's what I remember. But anyway, long story short, if if this guy can start putting up some points, this guy scored over thirty goals three times. I mean, if he would yes. want in on a respectable salary, uh, you know what? I think I'm in, even though I want to rebuild.
4: Well, I I agree with you. If it's a respectable salary, he's not asking for, you know, five, six or something like that, you know, because he's a great in the face-off dot. He's he's got great hands. He sees the ice really well. He's sound in his own end. I don't have a problem re-signing that, a decent salary, but if if the salary isn't there, you know, you could flip him and get a pretty good pick, right?
0: Yeah. No, Um, no, I I hear you. I
4: hear you. Thanks so much for the, uh, thanks so much. You tell me, yeah. I was just saying, I think right now, one of the things I'd like to, them to work on is I think they need to find a number one in the waiting, like a young kid goalie, um, or, or or at least get some development there, because I'm not sold on Primo, so that's where I'm going
0: with that. They, they, got, they got some kids in the system, but let's give Kane and Primo a chance. Last year, in the playoffs, when it counted at the American Hockey League level, he was at his best. Thanks so much. We're going to continue to get to your calls at one 585 7425 It's a toll-free number, and I'm going to take them till at least 11 o'clock. I left a lot of them, 215 of them, on hold after game number one versus Toronto to be completely transparent with you. It's not something I wanted to do, but if I would have taken all 215, I think I would have been on until like 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. the next morning. There's some uh, messages coming in. Uh, Nick says um, he is listening in Vancouver. Uh, Voodoo says he is listening in St. Dorothy. Tim says he's watching from Alberta. And, uh, hey, Tony, what are your thoughts on comparison for a to a young Duncan Keith? That's quite the comparison because Duncan Keith, I believe, went on to win a Norris. So that would be something. We got a first-rounder back. We did. They did get a first-rounder back for Sean Monahan, and the Canadians might be able to get a first-rounder if they try to trade him. Uh, others. Coming in, Monaghan is finally healthy. Slav, Slav is picking up his physical game if he becomes more physical. Tony, drop your phone when people talk to you. Show some professionalism. All right. So to tell you the truth, the reason why I have the phone in my hand Is not because I'm looking at my messages that my buddies are sending me or I'm trying to figure out where I'm going for lunch tomorrow. It's because I'm actually reading your messages that are coming off of YouTube. You understand? That's why I got the phone in my hand. Maybe we can get a big Sony monitor here or something, uh, smart TV, and we can put it on YouTube on the television and then with a remote control or whatever it is, I can scroll up and down. I don't know how I can do that, even if I can do that, but I'm reading your YouTube messages off my phone, all right? okay so um, I, I appreciate the feedback really I do uh, 20 years later I don't think I need lessons on professionalism thank you all right okay let's go to Dan from Rhode Island Dan hello Dan how are you good how are you
7: ah oh, fantastic I've been trying to get a trying to call into you for about two years from here in Rhode Island i listen to you uh, every day uh, oh really and you when you're on your last gig, and I'm a big, big Habs fan here, so I really love your shit. call. It
0: call again. I gotta go. One, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Ted Tevan used to do that. I remember when I used to be listening to him, the the late great Ted Tevan. Someone called in and said, "Ted, I can't believe I got through. I've been trying for three and a half years." And he said, "Try again," and he gave the number. It was pretty cool. Yeah.
7: That is that. That is funny. I hey, you know, I just wanted to say that you know I'm. I'm I'm having a great time uh, watching the Habs so far this year. And I just think looking at the draft picks coming up and um, that they've, they've gotten through the system, I think we're going to have a defensive juggernaut in a few years. And I think the team is going to be based off of that. So I'm really not worried too much about the scoring right now, but I think the defense is going to be wonderful.
0: You know what? I think the defense is going to be wonderful. It's going to take time to take shape. Could you imagine we haven't even talked about Logan Mayu yet. We haven't even talked about Jaden Struble. Who's at Northeastern? Who used to be a defense partner for Jordan Harris? So Struble and Harris can be reunited. And Logan Mayu is six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds, and he shoots the puck probably harder than anyone in the National Hockey League. Thanks so much for that's calling, true. Dan. Yes, you were saying, Dan.
7: And, and that's true. And, and and Jaden Struble actually is from Cumberland, Rhode Island, uh, right here, uh, and my hometown, actually.
0: That is correct. Yeah.
7: And, and, and just a great player i'm very excited to go see him uh very shortly in february i've got some tickets to see northeastern's coming to play pc so i'm very very excited to see him play and last year um we we got to see we got to see uh, his line mate last year play as well uh, so yeah just great great stuff we're very excited for the defense down here. yeah lots of half fans, and we love your show and we're thank, gonna, you so love your thank you so
0: much thank you so much Hello to Rhode Island. I love you, Rhode Island. Thank you. Uh, says Josh Gerber, Caulfield 30 plus this season. Well, it looks that way. Why not? Others coming in. Give the sixth show a thumbs up. This coming in from Dan Desjardins. Thank you, Dan. Master Hawk says, you tell him, Tony. Well, I'll try. Emmerich says, what a game. It was pretty cool. Evan Moscovich says, this is sick stuff. Thank you. Rob King says, funny guy. I try to be. Some say I'm actually funny looking. Back in the day, I was good-looking. But now, what do you want to do? As they say in Italian, è brutto. old age is not fun. Um, Ferron says Slav had a better 10 minutes tonight than the previous game. He did. Still not sure if that's good enough for his confidence. John Muscatel says, I love your show, Tony. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Um, others coming in. Hey, Tony, I live in Salle too, and I want to take you out to lunch. This coming in from Aaron Jolie. Aaron, as you can see, I'm not one who refuses lunch all that often. So you're on, you get a hold of me, and I'll gladly go to lunch with you. It'll be my pleasure. Um, Schedule's pretty open. Uh, Others coming in, what are your thoughts on Slavkowski? Maybe a good idea to see him play for only 10 minutes and no pressure to slowly move him up. I think that's their plan. I'm a little bit torn on it, and I'd love to get your reaction. Tell me what you're thinking at one because although I understand the logic of having Slavkowski on a fourth line, I don't know if it's going to be a great idea if he's there for five or six games in a row where he could be playing those five or six games maybe on a second line in Laval. Uh, others coming in. Jeff Petrie sold the bag. No, I just think that Jeff Petrie played like the Jeff Petrie that played the first half of the season last year or the first three quarters of the season. Nick says Gulley is already our best defenseman. Two apples tonight. He's a young, mobile Shea Weber. He's unbelievable. You know, four games doesn't make a season. But if Caden Gooley is able to play like this for the rest of the season, he's going to be in discussion for the Calder Trophy for rookie of the year. There's no doubt about it. Lala Kimo. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Tony, tu es professionnel. Merci beaucoup. J'apprécie. Et si nos auditeurs francophones uh, veulent m'appeler, ou tu peux le faire au 1-888-585-7425. Je vais prendre ton appel avec plaisir. Morris Bilo says, Watching from St. John's, Newfoundland. Hello, St. John's, Newfoundland. People from Newfoundland are good people. I uh, was with them a couple of weeks ago in Vancouver. And uh, good people. Double shift your best players," says Danny. That's a line from Peter from Coach St. Luke, who still has not yet made his sick podcast debut. I have a feeling it's coming. Uh, Maybe not tonight, though. Is Gouli our third most valuable player going forward now? Only Suzuki and Caulfield are more important than him, in my mind. Up until this point, yes, you're right. Tony Gallagher has had a great start, but he's had six or seven good chances. seems he just shovels the puck towards the net instead of a quality shot. Look, I believe he lost a little bit of that mustard off of that shot after two broken hands. Don't forget about Lane Hudson. He's a real nice prospect. You're right about that. Uh, Rhode Island sent Tony some clams. That would be nice. Mayu has been practicing to the team until it was agreed. Either way, he played one more year for London at 19 years old, but he was fitting in perfect with the present team. Others coming in. Felix Duchesne, Tony, t'es mon préféré. Merci beaucoup, Felix. J'apprécie les, uh, is it les bonbons, les bonbons, les les bonbons. I think I got a problem with my feminine. J'ai un problème avec mon féminin puis mon masculin. C'est puis uh, je n'ai I, I struggle on that. Tony, sign or trade Monahan? I think right now it's too early to say. All options are open. We have to see where the Canadians are in the standings at the end of February. And how far along they are in this rebuild and whether it's moving quickly or not. More calls. Danielle from Quebec. Hello? How are you? It's or not. More calls. Danielle, Danielle yeah. are you there? Yeah. Um, yeah I think yeah. you're listening to the podcast right now on YouTube. Whether you're going to have to put the volume down a little bit. Wait. I got all the time in the
2: world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Take
0: your time. No problem, Daniel. I'll just sit here and drink water. It's all good. Yeah.
2: Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I don't believe I'm on. I'm on. You don't believe you're on. Why don't you believe you're on? Because it's so hard to get a hold
0: of you. Ah, thank you. That's a good sign, by the way. That means people are calling. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. Very good sign. You 215 talked, were on I hold about, once again after game number one.
2: You talked about Gouley, and I fell in love with him tonight because I didn't think he, he was that good.
0: You didn't think Gouley was that
2: good? No, I didn't. You no. Know, after tonight, I'm convinced.
0: Oh, okay. After tonight, you're convinced. Okay. I th- I, thought oh, you, yeah. I thought you were saying you didn't think Ghouli was that good tonight. Oh, yeah. No, no. Tonight he was. No, uh... no, no. I was but, hold family. on a second. I, I th- didn't you oh, like him versus Toronto?
3: Didn't,
0: didn't you like him versus Toronto? Pardon? Didn't you like Ghouli versus Toronto? I thought he was colossal. No, I, I wasn't watching him. I was watching
2: Caulfield and Suzuki. Ah, oh, I got Suzuki. it. But... I but I tonight, watching the, the defense
0: or nothing. Yeah, but tonight you were watching him. Thank you, Danielle. You're right. He is really oh, good. How good is Suzuki playing with the pressure of being our captain? Oh, he's playing gosh. great. This he is coming in from nice. Nick. He's playing great. Danielle, merci beaucoup. Let's go to after going to Chicago and Calgary and Rhode Island and Quebec. We're now going to Hamilton. Rob from Hamilton on the Sick Podcast with Marinero. What's going on, Rob? Rob, are you there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang up once, hang up twice. <laughs> Renny Rivera, je t'écoute en anglais et français. Merci beaucoup. Others coming in, watching from Cornwall, Ontario. Have you been to Cornwall before? Love the show. Lots of Habs fans here. Thank you. Voodoo says, I love you, Tony. Thank you very much. René says, To vraiment super. Merci beaucoup. Dan says, Thanks, Tony, for the shout out from Hamilton, uh, Tiger Cats down. Thank you very much. When will we get Peter from Coach St. Luke on coming in from Mario DiLoreto? We will, Mario, at some point here. Tony, who would have guessed that we would have had two wins in four games? Not me. Watching from Quebec City, Jeff Chill, love the show. Uh, Mario Peresino, Tony, do you think Monty can play 40 games a year? Um, he could play 40 games a year. It all depends what you want out of him, though. But can he can he take a workload of 40 games a year? Yes, he can. Good show as always. Good game tonight. This coming in from Pierre Denonville. All right, uh, says Bobby leaves Levkovsky alone. Robert says Tony, who do you got for the World Cup uh, right now? My head tells me Brazil, but you know, obviously, I'm cheering for Canada. But if one of the favorites, uh, if so, I, I wouldn't mind seeing England win. I wouldn't mind seeing England win because, you know, losing is really tough. And it was really tough for them to lose to Euro, to Italy, the way they did in penalty shots. If Italy wins, if uh, England wins the World Cup, I'll be pretty happy. Toronto will win the Cup. I don't think so. Others coming in. Are you uh, going to have World Cup shows next month? This coming in from Alada, I imagine we will. Uh, Nick says, Tony, are you concerned about Gallagher? Uh, he's got more jump than a year ago, but I don't think he's going to produce all that much. So, you know, he's on the back nine. That's what it is. And there's no one that's going to convince me otherwise. This coming in from David. Merci beaucoup, David. J'apprécie, David. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Nine games. Then Laval says Angelo Zafiro regarding Slavkowski. Merci, Tony, de respecter la langue française. Félicitations. Merci beaucoup. Hey, listen, if, If we're going to live in this province, I think the least we can do is try and learn the language. And you know what? It's such a beautiful language, I have to tell you. And I think the more languages you know, I think the better it is. You know what I mean? It's just life is so much more rewarding. Uh, I'm happy to say that I speak English, French, Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese. Some will say that I don't speak either of them very well, but at least I speak a little bit. Uh, all right, coming in. I tried to call in multiple times. I couldn't get through. Tony ain't lying. This coming in from Tanner. Tanner, keep trying. Um, this is a, a beautiful problem that we're having right now. Jeff says, Tony, thank you Merci beaucoup." Matthew says, on t'aime, Tony. You're the best. Merci beaucoup. Tony, ton show is super uh, large. He's not Tante d'appeler, mais sérieusement, super ton show, première fois, je vois un show bilingue, il devrait avoir plus. This coming in from that French guy. So I gotta tell you something. I'm a collaborator with Jean-Charles Lajoie. I'm sure you know that by now. On BPM SPAR, 91.9 on your FM dial out of Montreal. And I'm a collaborator on his radio show Monday to Friday at around 8.05 AM. And I'm a collaborator on his TV show, GC. Uh, on TV Aspar Monday to Thursday at around 5:30 p.m. I first met Jean-Charles Lajoie. I believe 12 or 13 years ago. Actually, I believe it was in 2010, or I probably met him in 2009. So 12 or 13 years ago, we were um, we were working La Taca Sang together, and every now and then we would be on the set together. And uh unfortunately, La Taca Sang came to an end at one point. And I remember down the stretch there, I told Jean-Charles Lajoie, you and I, one day, we're going to work together. And you know what we're going to do? And he said, what? I said, we're going to do a bilingual show. And he looked at me because bilingual, it's kind of like against CRTC rules. You cannot do a bilingual show on radio or on television. But guess what? There are no rules when you do podcasting. And you can do a bilingual show on podcasting. And I think I just gave away one of the things that I want to do going forward. I'm already doing it though. You understand? Like I'm already doing it for me, even though this is for the most part, it's English. This is a bilingual show. I'm not going to refuse any call from anyone who calls in and is more comfortable in French. I'll speak to them in French and then I'll translate. Jimmy says, Tony Gooley is going to win the Calder. Um, Scott says, um, uh, good chemistry, bring him on. Not so sure I know who you're talking about. Uh, Tony, our family loves watching your segment with GC. Best chemistry. This coming in for Nick. Nick, thank you very much. If if I can say in all humility, I, I don't want to sound, I, I, believe, I believe he and I have something spectacular going on right now in radio and in television. I'm really happy about it. And I never really had any doubts to tell you the truth. Um, because he knows how to bring it, and I'm convinced that I know how to bring it. So when you have two people that know how to bring it, and you put them together, what happens is they usually bring it. Uh, That's a pretty stupid law from the CRTC, says that French guy. I don't want to get into that. That's his actual name, by the way, in case you're wondering. Uh, Rules are made to be broken. Well, if you do it on radio, you're probably going to get fired. Tony, you're the goat that's coming in from Melanie Scarfo. Merci beaucoup. Uh, Others coming in, Lorenzo says, Leo from Cartierville. Missed that guy. Leo will be calling the program. I can tell you that right now. Uh others coming in. Lataka Sank was awesome. This coming in from René Rivera. You're right. Uh Tony, you're a mixture of uh, Fergie and Jesus. Uh thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Harris Stays coming in from Phil. No doubt he does. Louis Renee, fantastic show, Tony. Thank you. So I tried to get as many messages as I can. Joel from Ontario. What's the story? Like, everyone from Ontario, Quebec, Rhode Island, Calgary, Chicago, Hamilton, they're all getting a line before someone in Montreal. It's okay. Joe. Hey, Tony. How are you? I've got one question for you. Sure.
4: What do you do with Mike Hoffman? Tell me. I don't want to be negative, Nelly, here,
6: but, uh, you know, you look at him, he's not a fourth liner, and uh, he was uh, invisible, You, you know, when you really need the experienced NHLers to come step up like that, and uh, Mike Hoffman's on the fourth line with Slava and he
0: did he did nothing tonight. Uh, what, what are we going to do with him? Uh, well, you know what are you going to do? Yeah, he's got a contract this year and he's got a contract next year, and so the only thing that you got to hope is that you play him, he scores goals, you bring up his value, and someone okay. would will want him this year instead. of look, at worst case scenario, Mike Hoffman is going to be dealt trade deadline day. Or before 2024, the week of trade deadline of 2024, trade deadline day, he'll be dealt. That's the worst case scenario. In an ideal world, he picks up points, he scores goals this year, he brings up his value, and you're able to trade him now. All right. I, I want to tackle something because once again, everyone knows me. I'm an open book. And, you know, some people tell me I shouldn't always say everything the way it is because I should keep some stuff, you know, for me and whatever. I'm just, I'm not wired like that. Okay. I'm not wired like that. So, you know, you have questions, you want to know the truth. I'm going to tell you. So I see the messages that are coming in and many of you are asking me to bring on this guest or that guest or this guest or that guest, some of the guests or collaborators that you've asked me to bring on work for a certain company and When I reached out uh, to uh, some of those, um, they told me that they were told that they cannot come on my podcast. It's funny because in the past two weeks, that certain company asked me to go on their radio shows twice. And um, out of principle, I said, no. If you're going to refuse your analysts to come on my podcast when by the way they're allowed to go on other podcasts but on mine they have to say no well if you're going to call me to go on your shows i'm not going on that's it and that's it and you know it's the way it's going to be And they can stop calling me and messaging me, by the way, because I'm not going to help them get their ratings up. They're going to have to try and figure that by themselves. All right, okay. And that's just me being me and respecting my audience and giving you the answers you want. So those guests that you're asking me to come on, they were told not to come on my show. All right? That's what they told me. All right, okay. Um, Let's get to another call. Comment sick, by the way. If you're loving the show, or at least the honesty, S I C K, it's my way of feeling the love. All right. Jeff. Hello, Tony, how's it going? My friend, I'm going good. And by the way, <laughs> yeah. I stood up for myself. I'm true to myself. And I'm going to continue to stand up for myself. For me, now, it's a matter of principle. Want to be like that with me? I'll be like that with you. Go ahead, Jeff.
5: Hey, Tony. I'm calling from Quebec City. I'm actually a neighbor to uh, Patrick Roy.
0: You're a neighbor to Patrick Roy? Not very
2: far. I see him very often. He's very cool. He's very cool with you or cold? No, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's cool with, with people who
5: are fans of the game. He oh yeah. with everybody. I go to the ramparts very often. And, uh, well, I don't see him as the GM of the Canadians. That's for sure. I never have. But coaching, we never know.
0: Well, um, i got to tell you something. I always love Patrick as um a player and a goalie. How can you not? I mean, he, you know, he was the uh, the catalyst of winning two Stanley Cups in 86 and in 93. Having said that, I just, I think he's way too emotional to have ha- occupied one of the most important positions in the Montreal Canadiens organization. And I know a lot of people wanted to see him hired. There were actually some people that actually even lobbied for him during some press conferences and stuff like that, brought up his name, wrote articles about him. I don't think it would have worked out with him and the Canadians. Having said that, I think it's nice that they brought him back in the family. And uh, I think it's nice if he would come around every now and then. I think it was pretty cool also last week, by the way, speaking of alumni, that Richard Zednik was in town because his daughter goes to school here. And uh, he wanted to meet Uri Slavkowski, of course. And Zednik was telling members of the media that Slavkowski is just absolutely huge in Slovakia. And he's the talk of Slovakia right now. And he was allowed into the locker room like alumni should be. And that was a pleasant change over, you know, the way it all went down a couple of years ago.
5: Well, Patrick also brought two Stanley Cups to the Avalanche. He's such a winner. I mean, the guy
0: is, is, is passionate about the game. You can't take that away from him. He's a winner as a goalie for sure. That you cannot take away from him. Would he win a Stanley Cup if he was a coach or a general manager here? Winning as a player does not guarantee that. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. We go to Laval.
2: Grazie per il tuo lavoro. Oh,
0: grazie a te. Madonna mia, come parla bene l'italiano.
2: Buonasera, mi amigo. Buonasera, amico mio. Wow,
0: you see when it's making the effort. That's amazing. Jordan from Laval. Let's go to Jordan. Jordan, are you there? I think we don't have Jordan. Sometimes, you know what? When you do live stuff, stuff like this is going to happen. And it's kind of like out of my control. Let's move on. Let's get the more messages. Next year, we could see a Sean Farrell or a Red Pitlick add to the mix We could see a totally different team. This coming in from Rems. Thank you, Rems. Others coming in. I wrote a letter to Patrick Waugh after the 94 playoffs when he played with appendicitis, and he wrote me back a handwritten note with an autographed picture. You cannot believe how happy I was. This coming in from Nicholas. Nicholas, someone very close to the Montreal Canadiens. I hate to tell you this because I'm probably going to ruin your night. But... Someone very close to the Montreal Canadiens told me back in the day that um, Patrick Waugh did not have appendicitis. I'm going to stop there. Um, He was hurting, uh, but it was not appendicitis that he had. That was told to me from someone very, very close to the situation. Needless to say, pretty cool. I think he made 60 saves versus the Boston Bruins. It was unbelievable, but I was told it was not appendicitis. I'm hearing Jordan is back. Jordan, are you there? Jordan, are you there? Hey, Tony. Hey, Jordan. How are you? Good, how are you?
2: I've had better nights.
0: Why? What's wrong with you?
2: Well, look, my Leafs took an L, as usual.
0: Uh, you're a Jordan, the Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and they lost to the Arizona Coyotes. You know, there's, the there's worse in life. How about me? going on the air this morning with Jean-Charles Lajoie and telling him that Toronto was going to cover the one and a half. I don't know why I did that, because my first instinct was to take the Rangers over Anaheim. Anyway, I didn't. You're always supposed to listen to your first instinct. Anyway, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. What else? So why is a Leafs fan fan calling the sick podcast tonight? Even though everyone is welcome, I'm curious what you're going to talk about. Because I don't feel like talking about the Leafs tonight.
2: No, that's fine. I I turned it off because uh, the other day I had a chance to meet Caden and Gooley, and I said, let me just check in on this Habs game, see what's going on. The kid had two assists, and then of course I got to see the overtime, uh, the overtime goal. I'm just, I'm just, you know, wh- where do you see where do you see Gooley moving forward on this team?
0: Where do I see Gooley moving forward on this team? <laughs> He's the best defenseman on the team,
2: by far, right?
0: Well, I you know. Wh- wh- Right now, without Mike Matheson, he's the best defenseman mm-hmm. on the team. When Mike, Matheson, um, when Mike Matheson comes back, I mean, Mike Matheson has been in the National Hockey League for eight years. He skates like the wind, and he's got a lot of games under his belt. So you would think that he's going to be the number one defenseman on the team. But you might you know, have- right now, in his absence, Caden Gooley's is the number one defenseman on the team. And at worst case, the way this is all going to go down, He's going to end up being the number three because the only guys that can end up passing him right now are Edmondson and Matheson. And with all due respect to Edmondson, Caden Gooley, I think, moves the puck uh, a lot better than Edmondson. So I think at worst case scenario, this guy's going to be a number two. But right now, he's a number one. Jordan, thank you. Uh, for calling, even though you're a Leafs fan. I thought that was kind of cool. All right, there you have it. Jordan, the least fan. Back to some messages. Um, relax, four games in. Leafs will not fire Keefe. I don't think they're going to do that either. But at one point, it might get a little uh, tight around the collar from. Gouli is already a candidate for a Calder trophy if he keeps up uh, this rhythm This coming in from patat dus Someone else wrote, uh, I think, something like, oh, no, only four minutes left. I'm going to go a little bit more than four minutes tonight. I'm going to go a little overtime. I'm going to go a little overtime, And I'm not going to go back to a and Sammy and ask me if they're going to pay me for overtime, knowing that they're not. All right. So I won't do that. Uh, others. Uh, now I'm getting inundated with messages as to what Kerry price had. Uh, I just, I don't, even though I tell you, I tell you everything, maybe that'll be for another show. I'll keep you hanging. I don't know. But uh, I was told from someone close to the situation that he did not have Appendicitis, and that person was very, very close to the situation. Jean-Marc from Ontario. Jean-Marc, comment ça va, Jean-Marc? How are you? Jean-Marc, are you there? Yes, I am, Tony.
3: Hi, how are you?
0: Very good. Thank you for asking me. How are you?
3: I'm great. Thanks. Uh, I called you on your uh, previous show and, uh, I've been watching all the uh, the sick podcasts. I've enjoyed your watching or er, watching and listening to your guests and your uh, I really really enjoy your work
0: oh good thank you so much yeah. I appreciate it
3: yeah yeah so it's, yeah. it's a pleasure for me to talk to you tonight and uh, one of the things you brought up today that uh, that I thought I'd like to call in and yeah. and, and voice uh, my opinion is that, uh, your question about. Uh, self- Tchaikovsky being on the fourth line, and it sort of mirrors uh, Cavalier's career when he started out, and he wasn't just thrown in on the top six, he was put on the fourth line just to sort of, you know, alleviate the pressure, and uh, I know he's not getting a lot of minutes, but he seems to be, each game, looking a bit more comfortable in the time he is on the ice, and he seems to be doing a lot of good things, so I was just c- curious what your thoughts are on that.
0: Yeah, if I can, I remember Vinny LeCavalier, the week of the draft, um, he mentioned Jacques Demers, and he said, you know, the owner, he was asked about, you know, the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning, saying that Vinny LeCavalier was going to be the Michael Jordan of hockey, and he said, you know, that was a lot of pressure when I heard that, but he said, I want to thank Jacques Demers, who put me on the third line, put me with two veterans, and told me that he was going to break me in slowly but surely, put me on ease, was very comfortable, and um, and so... I think that's part of the plan that they wanted for Slavkowski when they had put him with Dvorak and Gallagher. Now he's not on a right. third line. Now he's on a fourth line. Listen, yeah, Marty St-Louis, Vinny LeCavalier, Kent Hughes, Jeff Gordon, Adam Nicholas, these guys know how to bring along a young player and develop a young player a lot more than me. All right? So well, even though yeah. I think yeah. that I'm not so sure I want to see Slavkowski on a fourth line for an extended period of time, I have confidence. I mean, I can still have my opinion uh, that I'd rather see him on a second line in Laval than a fourth line in the National Hockey League. But um, I I have confidence in this management group. I'm going to tell you, I I might be naive here, and I might say something stupid that you you can all screen record right now and play it back for me in five or six years or whatever it is. I think the management team of Gorton and Hughes – are going to deliver a Stanley Cup to the city of Montreal. I believe that. I don't know. I just, I have that in my head. I have a lot of confidence in them. I think they're here. going to be here for the long haul. Mark Bergevin was here for nine and a half years. If Bergevin was here for nine and a half years, it leads me to believe that they're going to be here for at least nine and a half years, and I think they're going to deliver a Stanley Cup. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I think it's going to take time, but I think they're going to be here for a long time, and I think they're going to deliver it.
3: Well, I just just wanted to, to one last thing thing I want to say. I first of all, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I really respect what they've done. It's, it's fantastic. Um, the one thing I, I believe it, uh, Marty was questioned today. I, I it, whether it was today or yesterday regarding putting Slavkovsky on the fourth line. He says I don't look at it as the fourth line. I look at it that we have four lines.
0: Got it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, re- you
3: know, he he said it in such a way that you know. He's, he's not not trying to diminish anything, and uh, I love that about the, about Marty. And uh, I, I'm just actually watching the game now because I had to save it because I was out uh, for dinner. Yeah, uh, I'm just getting to watch it now. But I understand when Caulfield scored, that Marty went a little crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, he was pretty well, excited really- about Cole Caulfield uh, tying yeah. up the game. Thanks so much. All right, okay. Uh, yeah. There's a message coming in, Tony. You have a mustard stain on your shirt. Uh, That is incorrect. Uh, I do not have a big mustard stain on my shirt. And I know that for a fact because uh, this shirt was uh, in the wash yesterday. And I don't remember when was the last time I ate mustard. Uh, So I know that's not true. All right. Okay. But I don't know why someone would, uh, would, uh, you know, um, write that. But anyway, they did. All right. You Called is presented by Playground. And even though it's past 11 o'clock, I've been told that there are still some people on hold and a lot of messages to get to. You call brought to you by Playground, your premier gaming destination, located just over the Mercia Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. Um, I'm going to try and get to, uh, to some more of your calls and some more of your messages. Uh, it says, Seb, Slaff is learning slowly, but surely he will be a stud soon. I agree, Tony, they have a plan and they are very transparent so far. This coming in from Mike Bolak. They will deliver, at the very least, a serious contender. This coming in from Maxibou. Uh Tony Stanley Cup in 2026-27 season. This coming in from uh, Patrizio Gianetti. Tank from Bedard, says Danny Contino. Uh, Jackai is not playing bad. They dumped the puck on his other side to not get hit by him. This coming in from Seb. Sam Rumigliotis says, Tony, you should stay on a little longer after Habs games. That's what I'm doing right now, Stan. Uh, Sam, pardon me. Uh, That's what I'm doing right now, Sam. Uh, Salut, Tony from Latsuk. Salut. Mark is in Latsuk. That's pretty cool. Kovacevic, not bad. This coming in from Fitcherman. Uh, I like him. I like him. Uh, What's in the Costco bottle? This coming in from Phil. Uh, Phil, uh, you know, I don't have to give them a plug because uh, they're not a sponsor. But in this water bottle, which I like because it's very big and it holds a lot of liquid, uh, I can guarantee you. That there is water. I don't know how I can prove that to you. Let me try this. Hold on a second. I'm going to end up dripping it all over me. But, you know, that's the beauty of life stuff. Hold on. I don't know if you had a chance to see that. Maybe I just made a fool out of myself. But I can guarantee you there's water. A lot of it. Peter from Laval. Let's go to Peter. Hello, Peter. Peter, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you?
2: Good. How are you, Mr. Tony?
0: Very good. Please call me Tony.
2: Okay, Tony. Yeah.
0: Even though I turned 50 on November
2: 23rd. Zoblowski here, Mr. On the fourth line. I, I wish they would use him on a power play. Yeah. Or even on a penalty kill. Just to see a little bit of his moves and uh, what he can give. What do you think about
0: that? Well, um, I think they have like kind of like a playbook for Slavkovsky. I don't know this for a fact. Okay. I don't. I'm guessing here, but I think they already, it's predetermined what they want to give him in terms of power play penalty kill. I could be way wrong because if he has a great game, they'll give him power play. So maybe I'm wrong. But I, you know, I, I, I think they want to see him walk before he will run. And I think we'll see him on the power play at some point. The penalty kill, I don't know. But I think
2: we'll see him on the special teams at some point. I agree with you. I'm totally there. But like we said, we want a tank. We want Connor Bedard. We want a top three pick. Why not let him play on a power play? On a penalty kill. Let him show his stuff. He's going to make a mistake. We're all about that this year, right? So let's do it all the way.
0: It seems like the majority of the fan base... Doesn't want this rebuild. You saw the reaction from everyone in the building tonight when Kirby Doc scored the game-winning goal. You saw the reaction when, when Cole Caulfield tied up the game. The, the fans, they're just, people are, you know, you're wired like that, right? you want to win. Uh, message coming in, Tony, have you seen the mouse? I can tell you that I saw the mouse, when was it, about a week ago, and I haven't seen the mouse since. Hopefully, he's out of this house for good. Okay, then we,
2: if not, will get Bobby the Painter there. By the way, oh,
0: Bobby the Painter. Bobby's a great painter, by the way. Bobby the Painter is a great gentleman. painter. I grew up with him. Yeah, yeah, him and his I brother are absolutely fantastic painters.
2: Yes, yes, they are. You know, yeah, my, you my mother,
0: My mother still can't believe I talked about the mouse in my house, by the way, because she thinks it's brought the value of the house down 50%, even though probably every house in all of Montreal has a mouse in the house at some point.
2: You know who you remind me of? Not that you uh, you are you, because you are unique. I like following you on YouTube, and I watch you practically every day. I look at my YouTube to see if you have anything new. You remind me a little bit of Ted Tever, a lot of Ted Tever.
0: Well, you know, look, uh, imitation is the greatest okay. form of flattery, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm 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 not gonna lie to you by telling you that there's a couple of things that I do that Ted used to do, but for me, and there were a lot of great sports radio hosts, and there's a couple of good ones left, but to me, Ted Teven was my favorite. That's the kind of radio I like, with the exception that, you know, uh, and and God bless Ted, with the exception of, I would have liked it if he would have talked a little bit more sports because every now and then he'd go on these rants that would go on for 30 minutes. He would do a three-hour show, and at some times, you know, some shows he'd probably talk sports for like 30 minutes out of three hours. But the way he could rile people up, some of his rants were legendary. Uh, The machine guns, which people have asked me to bring back nowadays, I, I just think in 2022 it's probably not a good idea to do that. But, um, you know, I, I remember, you know, Ted and, you know, Miss LA and rubbing his temples and, uh, yeah, uh,
2: you know, it was it, was on.
0: you know, you know, remember that famous hotel in room 321 with the Whirlpool and uh, that establishment that used to small, sell smoked meat. And, uh, you know, remember his yeah. means of transportation, right? It was a famous taxi company, which we're not going to mention here any of these yeah. people that he talked about because they're not sponsoring, no. but. Uh, look used for me. I for
2: that leaf company, Tony.
0: Oh, wow! My so I
2: was a chef there.
0: Wow, that's pretty One cool.
2: My on the franchise. <laughs>
0: so listen, for for me that you say that uh, I remind you of uh, the late great Ted Steven, thats the biggest compliment that anyone could ever pay me. I, you, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this:
2: your way. Sorry to interrupt you, but you are unique in your own way. You are fun to watch. You are fun to listen to. You're exciting. Yeah. You motivate people. You're motivated. It's You're really one of a kind in Montreal right now. Thank in you. In French and in English.
0: Thank you. Listen, oh uh, it's not. Look, I just. um, Ever since I was young. I just put my heart and soul into everything I do, like 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 150 percent of my heart, 150 percent of my soul. Uh, when my shows are over and my collabs are over, I'm like, I'm winded type of thing. I'm drained. I'm tired because I just try and put everything. And that's the message to my kids. You know, my, I'm not perfect. My kids aren't perfect. Uh, But I tell them, you know, find your passion. Yeah. And once you do just put your entire heart and soul into it. And if you do, you're going to find success. And so far it's worked for me and I hope. And, and I believe that we can still take this to another couple of levels and I can still take my game to another couple of levels. So I turned 50 on November 23rd. And um, I still believe I got my best, years, my best years ahead of me. Thank you. I really appreciate you I, saying what you said.
2: Keep up the great work. Thank you.
0: You sound, like, you sound like a gentleman. Thank you very much. Um, others coming you. in. Um, if we had Kachuk, we wouldn't have Slap. That's true, too. Patrizio says, you need somebody like McGarrity. Patrizio, I know that. I'm hoping that a yellow would, would turn into my McGarity, but they, I just go to him. Yeah, yeah, Canadians play good. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Tony, you're the Caden of podcast. Perfect so far. No, it's not perfect so far, folks. Listen, this is a new world going live on YouTube. Um, it, it's a new world for me, even though we've been podcasting for two years. Uh, in the last two years that we were podcasting, the sick podcast, We were recording three podcasts a week on average and at one point we had a live one on Sunday mornings and now we've decided to go live Monday to Friday starting at 10 p.m. we got new equipment we got a new 4k camera we got a new mixer board we have the abilities to connect via bluetooth we have the ability to take calls so it's kind of like a new world for me so you know, the first couple of weeks have been a little, you know, I wouldn't say trial and error, but there's been some bumps in the road. But as we um, we iron out all the uh, everything out here, at one point, this, this podcast is going to be uh, it's going to be rock and roll. I'm convinced. All right. Uh, where are we going exactly? Do we have Rob in Hamilton? Rob, are you there? Rob.
6: Hey, how's it going, sir?
0: Very good. How are you?
6: Tony. Tony, I'm a big fan, man.
0: Thank you, Rob.
6: Honestly, I can't believe I'm on this right now. How's it going today?
0: No, no, no. Don't be overwhelmed. Believe you me. I'm a regular guy. Trust me. I'm just like anybody else. As a matter of fact, Ivan in uh, in Quebec. Ivan in Quebec who uh, has been a listener for a very long time, reached out to me via Facebook Messenger, told me that he's going to be in town on Thursday, and uh, and asked if we can go out for lunch. And I said yes. Okay. So you know what? I'm a regular guy, Rob. And if you ever come to Montreal and you want to do lunch, mm-hmm. I'm in.
6: Oh, you know what? What an honor, man. Thank you so much. That means a lot. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, I don't know, I guess Montreal won uh today I know exactly why it's cuz I bet against them <laughs> so 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 yeah that's why I I
0: lost them yeah that happens to me too right i go pretty good with my bets i think i think i've had in my last 18 or so or something like that i think i have in my last 18 predictions i think i have 15 winners all right something crazy the second i bet i lose if i would bet on everyone even a dollar i would do well the second i do i lose i actually put a dollar or two on a montreal canadians preseason game the one versus the winnipeg jets i saw the jets had pretty much nobody playing with the exception of pierre luc dubois and uh you know Connor Hellebuck wasn't playing either, not only their players, but even their goalie. I said the Canadians are going to smoke them. I think Winnipeg tied up the game with a couple of minutes left, and I think they scored the winner with 20 or 30 seconds left or whatever it was. Yeah, that didn't go too well. Thanks for your call, man. I appreciate it. There you have it. Uh, Rob from Hamilton, who knew the Canadians were gonna win uh because he bet against them. And he just doesn't usually end up having that much success. All right. Um, others coming in. Let's get to some messages. Agnello, pop up some messages there. Tony, peux you say bonjour à mon père, Tony Bertoni, please? He's my father and we both love you. He introduced me to your shows. So to Tony Bertoni, Senor Bertoni, Ciao, come stai? Un saluto da Dem- Tony Marinaro. Monsieur Tony Bertoni. Bonsoir, comment ça va mon ami? Chanceux d'avoir un fils comme toi, comme, comme ton fils là. Et lui est chanceux d'avoir un père comme toi. Mr Bertoni, how are you? This way we did it in three languages, you see? I don't know if he was English, French or Italian, so we just we got it out of the way. No problem at all. My pleasure to give shutouts i don't charge for those by the way some people do i just up until this point i do not i don't judge i just up until this point i do not maybe one day well who knows right now no uh tony do we need to draft a high-end goalie as soon as possible okay if you take a look at teams that have gone to the stanley cup final in the last 15 or 20 years I don't think you have to have a high-end goalie. And if you're going to tell me that Vasilevskiy was a great goalie and he won two Stanley Cups, you're right. But I'm going to tell you that many average goaltenders won the Cup or made it to the final. So I don't think you have to. Obviously, if you have one, it's good. If you don't have one, it's Poffin-Zumon. It's not the end of the world. Anthony from Montreal. Anthony. Anthony, are you there? Hello, Tony, is it me you're looking for? What's going on, man? Nothing much. Do we, do we know each other? Because, uh, you know, you're talking to me like we're, you're my very best friend in the world. And maybe you no, are, by the I mean,
6: way. I've, I've been a big fan. I've, I've been following you for a couple of years now. So it's all. Oh, thank you. That thank,
0: thank you. Whereabouts in Montreal are you exactly? I'm in the East End, man. You're in the East End, man. East End would yeah. be St. Leonard or, or RDP? Uh, one of the two is correct. Uh, I'll leave it up to you if you want to take a guess, though. Okay. Do you usually say all kinds, bro? Uh,
6: on certain days, yeah.
0: On certain days. Well, if you say it often, you're from RDP. If you don't say it often, you're from St. Leonard.
6: Man, you're you're very good at what you do, Tony.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, so, I'm wondering you why... You. why Um, All the calls that have come in so far since we started have been from male callers because I had many listeners that were females. I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering. I'm throwing it out there. If anyone's shy, don't be shy. This show is for everyone. Males, female, the older, the younger, the elderly. This is for everyone. This show. Go ahead, Anthony. Anthony, what's on your mind?
6: Uh, question. So, Drewane, with his new number change? Yeah. Uh, do we see a future for him? I don't know. That past tonight to Caulfield uh, back door was uh, flashes from when he was playing in Halifax.
0: You're in- right. Now, what do we mean by future? So, let's just say his contract is up at the end of the year. He'd want to renew. He has a great season, and he wants to renew for one year. Yes, I could see that happening. He has a great season or an average season or a not-so-great season, and he wants to renew for four or five years the way he signed a five-year deal when he got here, actually signed a six-year deal when he got here for $33 million. That I don't see happening. So chances are free agents, they like to sign long-term deals, right? They don't sign one-year deals. So something incredible is going to have to happen for Jonathan Drouin to be here for an extended period of time something incredible has to happen
6: what are you thinking a two-year deal or what
7: look
0: usually free agents don't sell for sign for two years but at the same time do you see any team offering jonathan more than two years
6: look i mean if he has a good season you know he was playing very well in tampa bay he came to montreal maybe the market was too rough for him but you can't really take away that on many nights he's definitely one of the better skilled players on the ice. can he finish? no, has he been finishing? No, but you can't take away his talent. you know the guy's there it's just he's something's not clicking in Montreal for him.
0: look you know what? maybe if he has a great season, he takes a little bit of a pay cut signs for a couple of million signs for two years uh and uh I just right now he's got a l he's got you know. Even the um, French members of the media are saying that uh, you know they're, they're they're hard on him right now. They're hard on him. It's it, it's tough. Do you blame Look, them? I, I hope no. Well, listen, he hasn't delivered up until now. I really hope that it works out for him because um, you know his problems with anxiety uh, over the last couple of years have been well documented, and uh, I would imagine it's very very difficult living with that. And so, I, I you know, I, I'm pulling for him, to tell you the truth. But I think it's going to be difficult for him to extend his time here with Montreal. But, I mean, I hope he can do it. I hope he can do it. You know, the the most beautiful thing is when people don't believe that you can deliver the merchandise. And you do. It is so He's gonna do it, man. rewarding. The
6: last person scored at twenty seven was good for us, so I think the you know the new jersey change, like it's kind of like a fresh scenery, or you know, maybe maybe that little jersey change can bring him uh,
0: further, and you know, maybe it could be good for us. Appreciate you taking the time. Thanks so much. Tell your friends about the sick podcast. It's pretty sick. Like the host, yeah, one team, one dream. Thank you very much, Anthony. You sound like a good guy to me uh roy anderson says "Droy is a headache uh, fisherman says can't stop uh, can't stand watching him play uh habination says if drawing is signed for five times two fans would absolutely love him angelo zaviro says i think jonathan drawing and Wright look alike chris lespedance is sick uh clapper says drawing is better than hoffman and fisherman says hoffman should be a healthy scratch Arthur says Tony is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Man, that's pretty cool. Uh, others coming in. This one coming in from Lucana says you replace Ron for me, Ron Fournier for me, Tony. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. paccioretti, paccioretti, spaghetti, ravioli, tortellini, paccioretti. Hey, Ron, come on, stop it! Papi, 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 papi. There you have it. There's my Ron Fournier in, in um, impersonation. Um, Ghoulie and Harris are impressing so far. Happy with Monaghan. Go Habs Go. This coming in from Ben Johnston. And not Ben Johnson. Sickity, sick, sick, sickest of the sick podcasts. This coming in from Stefano Nudo. And Angelo Zaviro says, sick. Thank you very much. Tony is working overtime tonight. Let's go. Yeah, why not? Why are we not talking about Dadanov? He's been horrible. Tonight, I thought he had a little bit more jump playing on a line with Dvorak and Gallagher. But at the end of the day, a guy like Dadanov, what he brings to the team is going to be measured by production. He's going to have to score goals. He did the little dipsy doodle spinorama on, um, on Christopher Latang, But once again, that guy needs to produce. We're going to take another call here or what? What are we doing here? It's a sick podcast, of course. I don't have to say that because podcasts are different than radio, and you already know that by now. But I kind of changed the way I'm doing the show, right? I uh, I want it to sound like a radio show, look like a TV show. So this podcast is basically a hybrid. That's what it is. And of course, the show is brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, 8.6 beer intense by nature, and Lacage. So there you have it. Bring up some more messages, or let's take some calls. The Canadians beat. The Pittsburgh Penguins by a score of three to two in overtime. On Nick Suzuki, narrowing Pittsburgh's two nothing lead to two one, a minute 10 into period number three, with 220 um, left in regulation. It was Cole Caulfield on a one timer on a pass by Jonathan Drouin, tying it at two. Caden Gooley had two assists up until that point. And then they go to overtime. And Jeff Petrie picks up a penalty for cross-checking Jordan Harris. His third of the game, and it goes from Suzuki to Monahan to Doc Kirby. Doc scores first star of the game. Caden Gooley second. The Canadians win in overtime by a score of three to two. Tony, when do you think the Habs will get Cole Caulfield signed? I would have did it by now. I would have done it by now. And I, Cole Caulfield's going to score a lot of goals this year. And each and every goal that he's going to score. Kent Hughes is going to wish that he would have signed them already. Now, once again, he's a smarter guy than I am. So obviously there's got to be some reason why he didn't, but I would have signed them by now. As a matter of fact, I'd call him into my office tomorrow and his agent, I get on a conference call. I'd want to have Cole in front of me. I'd want to have the agent on the line and say, guys, let's go. Let's get this done. What's it going to take? Let's go. Let's get it done. And speaking of getting it done, Do I end it now? I don't have to give the time, but we are, uh, what are we? We're an hour 25 into the podcast. Actually, an hour 2739, I believe it is. Same contract as Suzuki. Centermen usually hold more value, right? So they usually have a better deal. Uh, unless, of course, you're Alex Ovechkin, you score like 50 goals a year for like 10 years in a row or whatever it is, um, not 10 years in a row because I think Bossy still holds that record, but uh, Kirby Doc is just heating up a lot more to come, this coming from Armada. Uh, Tony, so far as a team has been what you expected, their play actually even better. Uh, from 50 Ferrari, hey, Tony, do you think Coffield will get more than Suzuki or same contract? I think he's going to get less. Uh, I don't think he's going to get more. Tony, do you think Wilfred Nancy will sign in Europe? Oh, we're talking CF Montreal now. Um, Wilfred Nancy has an option on his contract, which means he's welcome to come back next year. I will say this. My gut tells me I don't know when he'll leave, if he leaves in the off season, if he stays, if he exercises the option. My gut tells me, though, that this season is over, it's the playoffs. Not next season, the season after, CF Montreal will have a new coach by then. Uh, I don't know the way it's going to go down, but look, he's done a fantastic job. He's done a fantastic job. And I hate to pat myself on the back, but I don't hate patting myself on the back. I actually enjoy doing it. I don't even know why I said I, I hate patting myself on the back. I actually enjoy it. Um, when members of the media early on in the season were getting mad at the team for trying to play out of the back and it would lead to some turnovers and some giveaways and the other team would score, I said patience. It's a process. He's developing um, a a game philosophy, an identity, um, principles of play, and they're going to get burned in the short term for a few goals against, but it's going to end up working out in the long term. And he's done a better job of coaching in the MLS than anyone else has. Once again, in case you missed it, uh, CF Montreal are pretty much a sellout for Sunday. It will be a sellout if it isn't already 100%. There was only a handful of tickets left earlier today when they went on sale at noon. And now tonight we found out who their opponent is. It's New York City FC who beat Miami, Inter Miami by a score of three to nothing. So the Defending Champs visit Stats Saputo on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. with Tony Marinaro in the press box watching. And it looks like the long-range weather forecast looks like it's going to be like 18 degrees in Montreal or whatever it is. Man, that's going to be a really nice day. It's going to be a sick weekend. It'll be a sick game. Tonight was a sick game. The Canadians will do this all over again on Thursday night when they host the Arizona Coyotes, who tonight, went to Toronto and meet the Toronto Maple Leafs by a score of four to two. The Canadians are off for the next couple of days. They'll actually be practicing. uh, But I'll be back tomorrow night. Same time, same place, 10 p.m. It's the Sick Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at the Sick Podcast. Tell your friends about it because this podcast is sick. And Nelson who owns a travel agency, who showed up to La Cage about a month ago, who said he drove an hour and a half to meet me. He says, Tony, I love it when you do something in particular and you end your show that way. So for Nelson, you wanted it. You got it. You ready? I'm Marinero. Go Habs go.
1: Talk to you tomorrow. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group, driven to be different, 8.6, intense by nature, and Lakage. If the last time you went to Lakage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lakage. The menu will surprise you.